right, everybody. Welcome to episode two of Bore on the Floor. It's, it's a podcast. It's a game. It's a podcast. It's a podcast. And it's a show about a show, right, Rob? It is a show about a show. Succession. Succession. One of the best shows ever. I mean, we love it. We love it. And this episode is, what's it called again? Episode two of Succession is titled Shit Show at the Fuck Factory. Shit Show at the Fuck Factory. And we have a front row seat on what happens when you do not have your affairs in order when you have the fifth largest media conglomerate. I mean, how many yeah. times have you seen this happen? You got to get your shit straightened out. You got to have your shit have together. You can't have loose ends flying around. You can't have loose ends flying around. The big man went down. Logan mm. Roy. Black Hawk down. Logan Roy in Mogadishu <laughs> has a stroke. Yeah, that's goes what, down. Less left our heroes. <laughs> Logan Roy had a stroke. Logan Roy had a stroke. He goes down, and then all hell breaks loose. But before we get into our deep dive of the show, of the show, mm-hmm. the show of the show, right? You have let me know. You have made it yeah. known to me. Yeah. So we're recording that the Emmys. We're recording this show on Saturday, September, whatever day it is. What are we? 19th. September, September nineteenth. So tomorrow night is the uh, Emmy Awards. And, Which is Sunday, uh, Sunday, the twentieth, yeah, the twentieth of September, twenty twenty. We're in twenty twenty, and uh, oh, ooh. God, that's gross. don't don't say it. Yeah, I don't think we should. Say Terrible that. year. Yeah, terrible year. I like the people that think that twenty twenty one is going to be better. It's going to be worse. It's going to be probably much worse. Yeah, yeah. Good, good, good. Anyway. Tell them what you t- tell them what you told anyway, me. Anyway, uh, tomorrow is the <laughs> Emmys, and Succession is nominated for a lot of awards, a lot of the big awards, um, and Emmys have been pretty much dominated the last. I don't know, eight to nine years by Game of Thrones. Uh, so now that they're out of the way. Would you say that there is a line of succession to the show? A mm. little play on words? Possibly. Now, yes, Game of Thrones did dominate yeah. the Emmys. Now there's a power vacuum. There is a big power vacuum. And right? a, lot of, a lot of players hoping to fill that vacuum. Let's hear, let's hear what. So, so they've been nominated for a lot of Emmys. Yeah. Um, which is why we're even doing this show. Yeah. I mean, we're we're. I don't we're, talk about shows. We, we have our finger on the pulse of Hollywood. That's right. So we know on the pulse. On the Hollywood pulse. asks me for my opinion. Yeah, obviously. I mean, they are listening right now. Probably. They're probably going to make their decision Ooh. based upon this episode. But go ahead. That's tell tell me what you tell me. What you're anyway, uh, so they're nominated for outstanding drama series, which is the probably the biggest Emmy award that they. Uh, it's kind of like out. best picture, That's the big one. Yeah. Right? But now, now hold on. Before you roll along. Okay. Tell us who they're up against, because I think that's important. So they're up against uh, some good shows. This is actually a pretty good category. They're up against uh, Better Call Saul, which is also one of my favorite shows. Mm-hmm. It's phenomenal. Uh, Killing Eve, The Crown, uh, The Handmaid's Tale, The Mandalorian, Ozark, and Stranger Things. And then there's Succession. That is a packed field. It's packed. But uh, all the scuttlebutt points know. to Succession being the favorite. I don't know. I don't know. I'm we'll rolling my R there. We'll I don't know. Because of I, I think Mandalorian's gonna win because of the Yoda. Well, the baby Yoda thing took over the world. It did, it did. But okay. memes don't win Emmys. Okay. Yes, they can. Well, we'll have I, to find out. The, will the memes win out? Let's go along there. I mean, I listen. I'm of course I'm pulling for Secession. We're doing. A, we're not doing a Mandalorian podcast. Wow. We're not like I couldn't even do it. Where's the kid or whatever the fuck? I've never seen it. You never even seen it? I don't think Star Wars. There's a baby Yoda. He's about this big. I mean, I know what baby Yoda is. I've okay, never well, seen the Mandalorian, but I do have the internet. Okay, so you know that it exists. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's very fucking cute. I've heard. It's the size of that beer bottle over there. And it's like <sighs> And it eats like a frog. Like it's cute. It eats like an actual frog, or it, it eats he as, tries as if to, he's a frog. No, no, he tries to eat a frog, and they're like spit that out. And he goes, "It's cute. It's cute. That's cute. Yeah, that is cute." Well, oh, I just chugged that coffee. Oh, how's that feel? So good. It's good. Um, Succession also has a couple nominations for outstanding lead actor in a drama. Oh, so there's a couple of actors going head to head in Succession for this award. Oh, wow. Uh, the succession actors are Brian Cox, Logan Roy. Yes, right. And Jeremy Strong, Kendall Roy. Wow. Uh, they're also going up against Jason Bateman from Ozark, uh, Sterling K. Brown from This Is Us, Billy Porter from Pose, and Steve Carell from The Morning Show. Oh, man, that's going to be tough. You got two. I mean, succession has a better chance of winning because we got yeah. two in the ring, but Kendall against Logan. Favorite in that uh, category currently is Brian Cox. Look at you, man. Look at you just the finger on the pulse, ladies and gentlemen, of Hollywood. Bore on the floor. 
Uh, two nominations for Outstanding Supporting Actor in a Drama Series. Nice. We have Nicholas Braun, Greg the Egg himself. Love him. Uh, Kieran Culkin, obviously, Roman Roy. Roman Roy. And then uh, they have Billy Crudup from The Morning Show, Mark <laughs> Duplass from The Morning Show, uh, Giancarlo Esposito from Better Call Saul. Oh, I missed this one. I don't know why I missed this. Mar- Matthew McFadden, also nominated from Succession, uh, Tom Wozgam. So they've got three Succession actors in the supporting uh, actor category. Well, I mean, it just, it just goes to show you how just fantastic of a show it is. God. And My then also question, Bradley the... Woodford and Jeffrey Wright. Okay, what is The Morning Show? I've never it was, seen uh, it. It's on Apple Plus, so I've never actually seen it either. But um, Oh, yeah. They have it was some... like Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon and Steve Carell. Really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, My finger's uh, not so much on the pulse for that one. I have no idea what you're even saying right now. One more nomination uh, for supporting actress in a drama series. That's our girl Sarah Snook, uh, Shiv Roy. Her name is Snara Snook. Yeah. I yeah. said Snara Snook. Yeah, but it's Sarah Snook. But it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to get that one right. Yeah. Could Snare- be tough. Like S-N-O-O-K? S-N-O-O-K. Yeah. Like like someone snook around the corner? Yeah. That's her. Fuck out of here. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, Actually, that's she's I'm probably really? not going to win her award because there are some heavy hitters in this category. For real. Laura Dern, mm-hmm. uh, Julia Garner from Ozark, yeah, uh, Thandie Newton, Westworld, uh, Fiona Shaw, Killing Eve, Meryl Streep, Big Little Lies. That's going to be tough. Samira Wiley from The Handmaid's Tale. That's a tough category. That's going to be tough. I mean, I really want to see Secession just clean up at the Emmys <sighs> because they deserve it. Eight. They do deserve. Have it. they won any? I think Emmys? they won a couple, one or two last year. I yeah. think maybe for writing, um, or something like that. Mm-hmm. Game of Thrones was still around, so they won like best drama series. But um, I think Succession won a couple. I have to look mm. into it, but I'm pretty sure they won something. Yeah, I mean, this is a type of show that when you watch it, you know you have a an, a, an award winning show on your hands. Yeah, it's just Game of Thrones. Just you know, it was a powerhouse. It was a power. It was such a big show, such Even a big production. It disappointed everyone in the end, but that's neither here nor there. This isn't a game of shows, troll. Right. Exactly. I, I that. threw exactly those <laughs> words. Schnook, schnook. Maybe I'm uh, Kelly. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, Tom just had a stroke, so we're going to carry on here. Uh, we are covering episode two of Succession <laughs> Shit Show at the Fuck Factory. Hey, Tom, uh, welcome back. Where's my company? <laughs> <laughs> Shit show at the fuck factory. That's right. So now, obviously, we left off. Kendall was devastated because he's not tapped, right? Yeah. Logan is trying to finagle uh, Marcia, Mm. Marcy, into the trust. Yeah, trying to set up the future of the company. uh, Doesn't trust Kendall. Now, imagine he got, imagine he did get all the signatures and then had the stroke. Mm. You know what would have happened? Not this. Not yeah. this shit show at the fuck factory. But is the stroke a way to get what he wants? You think he faked it? No, I don't, but yeah, I mean, maybe. I think, I mean, look, obviously, Logan's 80 years old. Yeah. Uh, but he's, he's, he's like, he's kind of, he's got a body of a 70-year-old. He's, he's in great shape. Yeah, he's in great shape. He's 80 years old. He's not that old. He's 80. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, what we what we could see here is obviously... He knew that it was time to try to put something into motion. I, yeah. I mean, you yeah. see, this is the guy who is so shrewd and has so much money. I mean, is just so wildly successful at business. It's hard to believe that he wouldn't have all of his ducks in a row. Mm-hmm. And I think it just shows his brilliance because what we see time and time again in this episode is the family can't come together to fucking figure this thing out. Right. I mean, it is a fight throughout. And if Marcy was on the trust and had those votes, kind of how like she was just the healthcare proxy, yeah, and said he stays here and gets better here, mm-hmm. fucking Logan was right. These kids are retarded. Yeah, <laughs> I can't. I, mean, they, I cannot leave my multi-billion conglomerate in right. the hands of these nutjobs. They seem to uh, prove time and time again that they're all incapable of uh, leading. And we have some gems in this episode. This is we where do. we see some we awesome, do. awesome uh, acting and some awesome. Conniving and yeah. shrewdness, and which I really like. Amazing plotting one lines, like one liners. This one, out. this was a one liner show, like big time. Every time they said something, it like, popped into my head. Like I gotta try yeah. to, I gotta remember that or write and it down. Just, and I, I just didn't do it too much, but it was just too much. So why don't you give uh, us the synopsis? Quick synopsis, yeah, let's do that. Uh, we'll go so on. episode two, season one, as we said, shit show at the fuck factory. Uh, directed by Mark Mylod, uh, who's directed many an episode of Game of Thrones and Shameless, among other things. 
uh, written by Tony Roche or Roche. Sorry if I pronounced that incorrectly, Tony. Uh, but here we okay. go. He's a sweetheart. Uh, so here we go. Kendall receives word of Logan Stroke from Lawrence Yee, Walter's CEO and Kendall's rival, immediately after securing the acquisition deal and rushes to the hospital. The Roy children are in disagreement over who should take control of Waystar in the wake of Logan's incapacitation. Roman and Connor want to sign the papers out of respect for their father's wishes, whereas Kendall believes he should become CEO, and Shiv is opposed based on doubts about Marsha's role in the company. Uh, Marsha sends Greg to retrieve Logan's items from his apartment. Roman asks Greg to bring the will, but Shiv instructs the opposite. Greg ultimately decides not to bring the papers. Shiv's boyfriend, Tom Wasgams, God bless, uh, <laughs> proposes to her at the hospital, and she accepts, although... I mean, it's a little more complicated. She kind of, yeah. Uh, it is eventually agreed that Kendall becomes CEO of Waystar with Roman as the COO. Waystar's general counsel, Jerry Kelman, who we meet in this episode, informs Kendall that Logan is $3 billion oh. in debt due to his expansion into parks. Logan then wakes up from his hospital bed. And scene. And scene. And scene. Not, I mean, really great episode for me. I, I loved it. Because you you've already been introduced to the major players, yeah, and now you're going to see them interact with each other in such a way. I mean, Shiv and Roman are very violent towards each other. Yeah, they have a very like uh, youthful sibling relationship. But it just shows you how immature these yeah. people are. Yeah. I mean, right in the beginning, Kendall in the cab or in the car oh, going over, God. and he's breaking up. He's like, I don't, I don't know. Can we get can we get there now? Yeah, Please? that's the first thing I wrote down is that he's just. He's like helpless now, thinking about what could happen to his father. He's like, he's useless to the world. Totally what Logan would not want. Yeah. Logan wants a person who is going to be all about the company, regardless of what's going on. Of course. <clears throat> so now he gets to the hospital. They start fighting with the doctors, practically. Oh, yeah. Immediately. Is this the best part of the hospital? Is yeah. this, should we be here? He goes, uh, this is the ICU. This is where he belongs. <laughs> yeah. They think that, you know, since they're rich the Roy, and special, yeah. they should have... Their own wing of the hospital, Basically, the best doctors, yeah. and then, I mean, I guess in a way they should have the best yeah, doctors. Yeah, I mean, they got the money like, for it, right? You know, the guy had a stroke. Like, these guys know what they're doing. Let's, I think <laughs> I think it's Connor who says, like, let's let these guys do their job. Let's, come on, yeah. let's go. Connor, the, the voice of reason, sometimes, sometimes. At this moment, he's At this the voice moment, of reason. So now we, we get all the kids together again. They're in the same place. Always the best when they're all together. And this is where just the wheels start turning. And you can see that the company also has their stake and their opinion in what's going on as well. Yeah, yeah. well, because of what happened to Logan, obviously the company... Um, has to go on. Has to go on, and yeah. they're worried about the impact on like the stock market and and, and the bottom line and all such that a stuff cool with part the company. Of this is such a cool part of the show for yeah. me. Yeah, we get to meet Jerry, who uh, this is the first time we meet her. She becomes a pretty important character later on in the show. I what her like position is. General counsel. General counsel. Yeah, yeah. so she's been in the company for years... Um, I mean, she's like the top lawyer or something. Something or? like that. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if that's exactly right, but yeah. it's along those lines. So she's she's a she's a heavy hitter. She knows where the bodies are buried, as uh, Roman says later on. He she may have actually may have buried, buried some, some herself. Yeah, some herself. Yeah, she's been working with Logan for a long time, and uh, he trusts her, and uh, she's a very important piece of the Waystar Royco uh, conglomerate. So now we have a situation where there's just so much uncertainty going on. Yeah. The head honcho is down. There are shareholders that are, they need to answer to. Yeah. The stock market needs to know what's going on. Yeah. Word is getting out on the street. The orchids are there. Yeah. And uh, Kendall says something. Uh, he says, it's like we're being held hostage in Honolulu yeah. Airport. <laughs> like, it's just so funny. But the, we see that the cool part of this is obviously Kendall is just completely checked out. I mean, yeah. his dad's laid up. Yeah. You don't know what's going to happen to him. Everyone's freaking out. Roman is like totally in denial. Denial, yeah. Nothing's going to happen to no dad. He's fine. He's not going to die. Worry. Nothing's wrong. He's healthy. Yeah. He's not even 80. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. Shiv is the same way. She's refusing to talk about anything. Yeah. She's not, I don't want to say she's the same, but she just won't talk about it. She's all fucked she, up. She wants to kind of see what's going to happen before anything, oh, yeah. decision gets made. But And then Kendall, obviously, blithering idiot. Yeah. He's blithering idiot. He gets called into this makeshift war room the company has the hospital arranged for them um so he's there with jerry carl who's also uh executive in the One company guys, that we yeah. meet, and uh, a bunch of other execs and they have um the nominating committee on the phone they're trying to talk to kendall about what they should do with the company he doesn't want to talk about it uh, you know you could he, see his struggle there yeah. 
he the the switch kind of flips with him when he realizes like Carl shoots watching a look. him and they're yeah. judging him and they're, they're trying to see what he's going to do in this situation because this is the know, guy he's potentially going to take over. This was the guy who quote unquote was supposed to step in. Yeah, he was about to be announced. Yeah, he was about to be the CEO of the whole fucking thing. And now he's sitting there being like, guys, I can't. Uh, my focus is on my dad right now. Yeah. And they're all like, oh, of course, of course. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. But also, like, let's, yeah. let's but go. But maybe we should do this. He goes, I just can't. And then Carl shoots a look to Jerry. Yeah. Just like, fucking, this guy is, here he sucks. is. Here's this fucking idiot, you know? And then he kind of kicks it into a gear. Yeah. Where he's like, okay, my take. Here's here's my here's my take, okay? I, I, like what, I like how he did that because he didn't concede him being upset. Right. Like, he still validated him being upset by, like, all right, but here's my take. Right. Be like, you need to give me my space right. and let me deal with my emotions, but here's my take. Yeah. Yeah, he kind of separated himself from the <coughs> emotional and, like, did a quick little business take. Business take. But then back to back emotion. to Back to emotion. But he says that. That he's going to step in as CEO yeah. and Frank's going to be COO. Yeah, he said he can get the family on board. He can get Frank back. He could get it all together. Because uh, they talked about how Frank was fired. but Which, uh, which he was, he's like, how did you even know that, right? I mean, didn't he yeah. say that like it was just words? And what is words? Complicated airflow. Complicated airflow. Complicated airflow. Which could have been the name of this podcast, actually. Yeah, that's a pretty good, good podcast name. Good Don't steal it, anyone. I think we might take it no. at some point for like an offshoot or something. Ooh. If we do... Uh, if we do, if there's ever a Greg and Tom show, oh, we do complicated God, there be a Greg and Tom show. So now Kendall gives his take. He hit. He goes back and he. This is for me. This is a really funny part of the show. He approaches Roman and Shiv, and he's like, "I'm going to be the, the nominating committee. I'm going to. I'm going to be the CEO. Frank's going to be the COO." And they immediately are like, "No, no, no. not going to do that. That's not going to happen. It's not going to happen." Frank was fired. So Frank was fired, and I'm the COO. And he's like, "And it's not going to be you." And he goes, um, let's d- discuss, like, completely hit some hard. And while this is going on, Roman and Shiv are trying to concoct yeah. a plan. Yeah. Roman is really adamant about Marcia getting in on the trust, about Shiv. Why is he so adamant about that? He, I think he just wants to fulfill his father's wishes. He wants to, he knows that's what his dad wanted, so that's okay. what he wants to make happen. Uh, I don't know if he... To, to gain personally to himself thinks like it would be a good idea to have Martian involved, but he knows that's what his dad wants and he wants to make his dad happy mm-hmm. because he, in his mind, is 100% sure his dad's going to wake up and he can say like, hey, dad, you know, I did this for you. I took care. I made what you wanted happen. So there is a underlying like there's always an underlying. Yeah, there is always an underlying. What am yeah. I even saying? Is there's, there's an underlying. <laughs> so he's trying to gain the favor of his father who is now in a coma. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And Shiv giving her credit where it's due. Still trying to protect herself and the uh, yeah mainly herself because what yeah. she doesn't have much stake in the company because she doesn't even work there yeah but she is um but she's on the board yeah she's on the board right she's, she's still got involved a, she's got voting even though she's not in the day to day stuff but she's yeah. involved in the big picture stuff and and I guess it's is her and her and Tom works there Tom, oh yeah Tom does work there yeah but but I don't think she's really thinking about him at all when she's making well these she decisions. thinks about him only as how it would affect her. Like, if Tom ever rose to be in charge, like, that really means she's in charge. So she's kind of like the real, the one that's really pulling the strings. Yes. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, so I think that um, everyone's just out for themselves here. I think Kendall does care about the company. Yeah, I mean, he's obviously out for himself in a way where he's he wants to be in charge, but it also makes sense for him to take over. True. He, he's been with Logan's right-hand man for years. He was going to be named CEO and yeah uh as in terms of how shareholders or the stocks would react like seeing him take over would probably ease some of the pain of of Logan's sudden demise potential demise. potential demise. his incapacity that yeah. was a great thing too when they're doing all the the corporate talk yeah and then she's like even like Jerry she's like in yeah. the event of uh his absence absence like, like <laughs> it's just so funny how cringy it is when they go through it so now let me ask you this, M- Marcia. Do you think that she was throwing her weight around a bit, like a bit too much, or like or do you think she was really just trying to set the tone? Well, in terms of when she decided not to move him from the hospital. Yeah, I mean that was a pretty big moment yeah. in the whole scheme of things. Yeah, I mean I don't know if she's throwing her weight around too much. I mean in that situation, like someone does need to take charge because otherwise, like things can just spiral out of control. Like, everybody has ideas. Everybody wants to do this and that. 
Um, but someone needs to say, like, no, this is what's happening. Yeah. And she was that voice of reason. Yeah. I mean, it comes off, I guess the kids don't like it, that she is the one that took charge, but, like, you know, someone had she, to do she, it. She was the healthcare proxy. She yeah. had the power. I don't remember if I said this before we started the show or during the show in the beginning. Logan wanted Marcia to be that voice of reason because I don't think he trusts any of his kids. He Obviously, doesn't. he doesn't trust any of his kids. Yeah. And you see it plain as day. They're running around. We need the best doctors. We got to move them here. We got to do this. Yeah. And she's like, no, this is it. He's here. This is where he gets better. Yeah. Like, that's the end of the story. And once that decision is made, he does get, he does get moved to the schwanky hospital suite. Yeah, he's got, like, the nice place. Yeah. The Honolulu Airport, yeah. they called it. Um, Kendall likes it. He walks in and goes, ah, oh, this is better. So now we see the struggle between who's going to be in he- ahead of the company, who's going to be the number two. They got to make this decision before the market's open, before the morning. Of course. So now Shiv is really playing hardball here, right? Or is that what we're up to? What are we up to here? Because uh, uh, I'm trying to go maybe down a, a little bit of a... I don't know here. We can talk about... I mean, I've got a lot of just... I've got so many quotes. So many great right one-liners, now, man. It's just amazing. Um, I mean, after... I think after Marsha lays down the law there and says he's staying here, that's when Kendall goes to meet with Frank about coming back. That is true. He goes to meet with Frank about coming back to try to have some stability. Yeah. And I, I think that Kendall really thought Frank would just automatically say yes. Yeah. And that's not the case. And Frank, Frank says, says no. Uh, no thanks. Yeah, no. No. Uh, you could offer me a gazillion unmarked Bitcoin. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I don't have a price, okay? <laughs> you yeah. can do, you can do uh, it, Kenny. I like that, that he really was like supporting me. He's like, you can do this. Yeah. He seems to really like Kendall. Yeah, he, I think he, he understands... That through all the bad that Kendall yeah. can be. And he knows what Logan has done to Kendall over the years. You know, we've yeah. only seen it over two episodes, but it's been probably been going on, you know, his whole life. And Frank has been there and seen it. Yeah, he had to have been extremely hard. I mean, he had to be extremely hard on all these kids. I mean, yeah. you see how it affects them. Yeah. And how even in his absence, I mean, they are just so absurdly loyal to yeah. him and stuff like that. No yeah. one really is against Logan at all. No. They seem so devoted, yet, I mean, the love is just completely absent, mm-hmm. you know. So Frank says absolutely not. And this is where during during this time we see Roman and Shiv yeah. trying to concoct the plan. They're trying to decide who should be CEO. They know they don't want it to be Kendall, but they also need to decide then who it should be. It should be someone. So then they float Jerry out there. Yeah, they kind of go through some names. Uh Roman nominates himself. Yeah. Uh, Shiv tells him he's an idiot. Um and then they kind of land on Jerry. And uh, <coughs> so Roman says he'll approach Jerry. They have a conversation, which is very awesome cringy, cringeworthy, very also. cringy as well. And uh, Jerry turns him down. Yeah. So now we got Frank turning Kendall down. Jerry's turning Shiv and Roy down. Like nobody seems to want to step up and and take these top jobs for some reason. I think it's funny, and it's also again indicative of what Logan foresaw. Yeah. None of them can close. No. None of them can close on their schemes. No. I mean, you would think that Shiv and Roman can make it happen. You would think that Kendall can make it happen. Kendall said he would be able to do it. Oh, yeah. Because I can get the yeah, family on I board. I can get Frank back. Fails at both. Fail. Epic right? fail. Immediate fail. Shiv can't get it together. Neither can Roman. So it's like, what? I mean, Jesus Christ. What a bunch of shits. Yeah. Right? We should mention, I think we we, we talked about it briefly, but Shiv and uh, Roman have a little conversation in the beginning of the episode to themselves. They find a, a, a room to talk. and. Uh, oh, yeah. Roman tries to convince her, hey, you know, wouldn't it be nice if dad woke up and we signed the trust paperwork like he wanted us to? And she was like, no. Yeah. Fucking no. Like, Because I need so my like, lawyers to look at yeah, this. Yeah, I'm not yeah. giving Marsha all this power or whatever. And they start fighting, like physically fighting. Yeah. Like uh, young children. Probably. Headlock is locked in. And they're just fighting up against the wall on the floor. Tom happens to walk in and <laughs> sees the fight and immediately just runs out of the room. That is... Without being seen, that's the best part. No one even knew he was there. Amazing work. It was really, I mean, it is incredible how in this world that they're in, that there's just so much intricacies. Like even something so much as that, like him having to break up that fight would would put him in a a bad position with Roman. Right. You know what I mean? And like that's not good for your your future and stuff like that. Now we failed to mention, and I I think this is how it's going to be with us as we go along with this show. We'll roll along with some of the things that are going on, and then we bring Greg in. Yeah, we should get it. Right now, we should just hunker down on Greg. We right got to bring Greg in right now. There so what's, he what's is. What's going on with oh, Greg? Oh, so first of all, we, we were going to implement this starting this week. 
This is something that needs to be implemented on the show. We're going to select who won the episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you and I, we talked about it last episode, the first episode, Greg won. Yeah, we think, uh, I, think Greg, I think Logan Greg. won yeah. the episode. Obviously, it ended a little poorly for him having a stroke and yeah. not getting what he wanted. Well, that's not why he didn't. That's not why he lost. He, lo- he lost because he didn't get Shiv and Roman. Yeah. And you saw how shocked he was. He, he was shocked. Yeah. But Greg, yeah, Greg uh, got himself into the family, basically, out of nowhere. He was uh, at Logan Roy's birthday party. Had a couple conversations with Logan. Yeah. Uh, so maybe, yeah, Greg, I think you could he, convince he me. He offered me uh, a job. <laughs> he was right? so nice. He invited me to his birthday lunch. He, he offered me a job, right? Right, guys? Everyone he doesn't. Heard him? He doesn't deserve this. He goes, he doesn't deserve <laughs> this. It's not nice. Like, it's just so funny. So Greg... Since he so won yeah, let's last, talk about Greg. Go ahead, tell us well, what, well, what's I going on with that. Greg this episode. Since he won last episode, right? He's thrusted into probably, I mean, the socioeconomic well-being of countries are in play here. Oh man, right? Like that's what's happening. That's right. It's clear as day, and lots he's, of funky chowder. This this fucking this this buffoon is in the middle of it. Yeah. So now he's in the room. So over his head. He's in the waiting room, and he just like starts speaking aloud to the whole family. He's yeah. just like, he doesn't deserve this. He's He was so nice to me. He invited me to the birthday party. He sits next to Marcy and touches her thigh. Yeah. And he's like, you offered me a job, you know? Right? Everyone? Everyone <laughs> knows. And if there's anything I could do at all. I what does he say? I soberly so he and says, humbly. If there's anything I can do, like I'll do it. So Marsha says, actually, there is something you can do. Yeah, oh uh, yeah. Can you please go to the apartment, get his bed things, get his slippers, and bring them here? The checkered, the checkered ones. ones. Yeah. So he asks. Uh, she asks him for that help, and his response is, "I'd be, uh, I'd be respectfully, uh, uh, somberly uh, willing." Yes. <laughs> now, just to give you an idea how Greg got himself into this situation, he's on the phone with his mom again. Shiv comes up. He only has $20 uh, yeah. on. Down to 20 bucks. Okay? That's just to show you how much he is just so close to some yeah. situation. He is so over his head. So he's trying this. to talk to his mom about what should I do. He offered me a job, but no one else really knows about it. I don't know what the job is. I don't know what's going on. doesn't know what to do. And she's like, you got to get it together. Like, you got to figure this out. Yep. Shiv walks up to him, asks him if he has any cash. He's like, oh, well, yeah, I only got my last twenty dollar bill. Oh, that's just fine. snatches it. Thanks. Now he's broke. Mom, I, uh, I, I just got mugged by Shiv. <laughs> <laughs> Guy's got no money. Then he gets asked by Marcy to go to the apartment yeah. and get these things. Yeah. He takes a cab uptown. Yeah. Quickly though, uh, as soon as he leaves, Shiv's like, Mar- Marsha, why we could have a driver go? Oh yeah. And she very smartly says, I can't have these flies buzzing around my face. Can't have these flies buzzing around my face. And now also, this is where we could introduce. Um, how Greg is a little bit of a pawn here, yeah. so he oh, yeah. he's going to the apartment. Roman finds uh, stops Roman, him. Yeah. Stops him. My fucking neck! I'm looking at you. Uh, so, so fucking tall. tall. So he he tells him to get the trust papers. Yeah, he's like, and when you go to the apartment for whatever, there's also these trust paperwork and an envelope my dad had. Just bring them. Because where are they? He's like, they're they're in the house. In the just, apartment. Just, just get them. All right, just get them done. I'm I'm so done. I'm with this so done with this conversation. Like, so okay. fucking tall. So now he gets to the apartment through a cab. Has no money. No money to pay for the cab. He's he's telling the cab driver that the doorman has yeah. to pay for it. Doorman says no. Yeah, cab driver like, I don't like, know well, who you are. <laughs> he's trying to. He goes, who you, you, man, you have to pay for this cab, okay? He goes, you remember me? I was assaulted before <laughs> in the in the lobby. <laughs> Greg is the best character on television, okay? Like yeah, one of the best characters. Amazing. So he basically uh, has the cab driver and the doorman pitted yeah. against each other for $14. Yeah. He um, makes it into the apartment. Eventually, yeah, Marsha. It seems like Marsha calls the doorman yeah. and straightens it out. So, which, gets, which this is the it. second time that she bailed him out. Yeah, when he was being assaulted in the in the lobby. Yeah, and then the fourteen dollars. Yeah. So now, he's in the apartment and he's just dawdling around. Yeah, he uh, kind of immediately finds the trust paperwork. Yep, immediately finds um, it, and he's just hanging Starts out start in the apartment, out. eating he's a sandwich, like, sitting on beds, kicking his feet up. Yeah, having a good time. Having a good time. Phone rings. Yeah. Shiv. First phone call is Shiv, right? Uh, yeah. I think it's Shiv. Yeah. And she's saying, don't bring the paperwork. She, yeah. says, she says, oh, I think you have the wrong paperwork. Yeah. He goes, um, I think it's the right one. And then she says, forget it. Yeah. Just pretend like you couldn't find it. Yeah. And he's like, oh. Um, she's asking him to do a favor for her. She's like, I'm asking you to do me a favor. Can you do this for me? Yeah. And he's like, um, 
exactly where are you on the structure yeah, yeah, of the power structure of the siblings, right? Doesn't he say something to that effect? He says, uh, Greg's so great. What's the? He's like, oh, I get it, I get it. Uh, what, what's the chain of command here? Are are you are you the more senior sibling? <laughs> so, so so he's he's now in play with um, what's going on. Yeah. Well, he hasn't decided though. Shiv wants him to leave the paperwork, yeah. but he's in play, like in terms of like oh, now yeah. he's got a decision to make. Yeah, yeah. So what does he do? He calls his calls mom. mom. Got to call mom. And mom is like, well, like who seems more important? <laughs> you know. He goes, I don't know. Like Roman is like in the company, and Shiv is like. Very bossy. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. So he's trying to strategize, and he yeah. gets mad at his mom. Because I'm trying to strategize, mom, but you won't strategize. You won't strategize. You won't strategize with me. So he's trying to figure this out. Yeah. And he's like, and I'm trying to figure out these slippers. There's like argyle and tartan. <laughs> like, which one's check? Which one's dark? The best part about that is nobody cares about the slippers. Literally, no one cares. She sends him to do this to get him out of her face. He goes. Uh, wait, didn't Roman call him and say, "Can you get me my one of my dad's sweaters?" So that was the that was right? late after the Shiv phone call. Yeah, Roman calls him again, and he's like, "You're still at the apartment. You've been how you've been there forever. Like, yeah. what the hell are you doing?" Yeah. Like, All right, listen. Can you just get a sweater, my one of my dad's sweaters, but don't get a wash one. Get one he wore. I want I want a sweater that smells like my dad. Okay, like that's yeah. what I want. How do I uh know? What he goes? He goes smell it. Smell it. He goes. All right, I will I will smell these sweaters for you. <laughs> and he hangs up. And he goes, uh, he says, yeah, I, all right, I just want to swear that it smells like my dad, okay? Is that is that enough for you? Is that what you wanted to hear? Like, fuck off, and hangs up the phone. Got to fuck off right there. Got to fuck off. It is, it, it's just so great. So now Greg is thrusted into an important role. Yeah. And as he's leaving the hospital, Tom is like, don't fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. We got a little Tom and Greg, yeah. Little, Tom and Greg. Tom Greg. Little Tom and Greg action. Yeah. Boy, does it become such a duo God. that I love, that I love wholeheartedly. So now, uh... So so Greg's out there trying to find yeah. the stuff, right? Yeah, let's wrap Greg up here. Let's, let's wrap go. Greg up. He, he, uh, he ends up uh, choosing. Not bringing the yeah, he ends up choosing Shiv's side in this whole. Yeah. Thing. And Roman seems to actually not care. I think he doesn't care because uh, something had happened, right? Didn't um, oh because Roman and Kendall decided yeah, that they're going to exactly. team up. So yeah, so uh, what did he say, Romy, my homie? Me, me and my homie Romy. Good lord, Kendall in is so down with the dialect. Oh man! So eventually we get to a point where. Um, Kendall goes at Shiv to try to get uh, his way. That's okay. You can make noises. It's fine. I'm sorry. It adds to the realness of the ah. show. Uh, and what we see is Shiv won't play ball at all. No. Okay? She's, like, she is so hardline right yeah, she's now. She's like, I am not talking about this shit, okay? I just want yeah. Dad to be okay. But then Rome, uh, Kendall tries to... Um, throw the corporate jarble in her face like he goes we have shareholders there's laws there's the sec yeah. stuff yeah. like that and that's when shiv goes out and was goes to like i guess their press secretary or something and she goes has it ever happened where there was a ceo that they didn't announce that there was a problem oh yeah and she's like well apple it had happened and she's like all right so what if we drag this out a little bit i mean this could be allergic reaction he goes you want to lie shiv is that what you want to do you want to lie yeah you know and then the press secretary is like, I'll think of something. We can kind of finagle it. We'll make it happen, but you got to have something for me at some point. This is where I really think Kendall proves himself in a way because these kids seem to like do good things and then they kind of like step on a rake. Yeah. It seems, right? So yeah. Kendall goes and calls the guy from Volter and he's doing his shit talk thing to him. Yeah. And he does it on purpose. I think he does it on yeah, purpose. Yeah, I'm not even sure why. He wanted him to put out Oh, he's Oh, okay. Yeah, saying, so that so Shiv he... can't lie. Gotcha. That so, makes sense. Yeah, because and we know that he's done this before because when uh the at the softball field, yeah. when he was getting into the chopper or the yeah. car, he's like uh yeah, someone close to the family says Logan ain't with it or something wrong that, with him. Do you think early in the episode when Jerry's talking to Kendall uh, she's like, we have to get ahead of this because of what happened between you and your dad uh, yesterday. And Kendall's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Do you think that is like she's referring to him leaking something to the press? Do you think no, no, no. She knows I think what that is no, no, no. I think um, I think she was referring to uh, no. I don't think it was about a leak. I think it was about the the he was like he's like I don't know what you're talking about. She's like, okay, sure, fine. I don't know if it was about the. I do know what you're saying. I don't think it was about the leak. I think it was about the fact that. Um, they argued that he was not going to be okay. uh, tapped. Yeah. Okay. Like I think that's what it was about because, again, no one really knew about that sure, either. Sure. So, so Kendall 
goes out and 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 pretty much provokes Yi, right? This is, is yeah, it Yee? Lawrence Yi. Yo, yeah. Lawrence Yi, who's the guy from Volter, a- aka Dickless Dickleby. Dickless Dickleby. He he provokes him into doing something that obviously yeah. He you know, kind of tells him. What does he tell him at first? He's like, "Don't." He goes, "This, we, this stays in house, you oh, piece yeah. of shit." Like he's 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 yeah. going over the so top. Lawrence is like, "Well, you signed." Our contract, which means we have editorial freedom, or we can write whatever we want. He goes, yeah, but that means shit to me. He goes, he goes I jerk off on yeah. that contract. He's like, you know what that piece of paper, okay, means to me? Uh, nothing, okay. Uh, I, I jerk off on that and send it to you as a greeting card. It's a greeting okay. card. And then immediately after he hangs up, Yee calls and says, "Yeah, let's tell everyone what the fuck is yeah. going on." And and yeah. that was directly that's right, yeah. And Kendall go, uses that yeah. to try to say, "Hey, it looks, we have to pull together, okay? We need to yeah, stop it's out this there. shit." Because he says, like, it's out there now. We got fucking orchids in here. Like, everyone knows what's going on. So yeah. he gave himself a little uh, reassurance. And I think Logan would have been proud of him that he did that. It was yeah. a power move. Yeah, it was a power move. Yeah. I liked it. And, and um, you know, that kind of took uh, it kind of took the power away from Shiv there. So now what happens is Kendall now makes the deal. He closes. Like yeah. I said, no one was able to close. But he Kendall closes. His best option is to get Roman on his side. And uh, for them to go head, you know, side by side, Kendall yeah. as CEO and and Roman as a COO. Because I think what happens here is Kendall, by doing this, is obviously getting a hundred percent what he wants, which is to yeah. be the CEO of the company, whether yeah. standing in or whether not. Because, you know, you have to figure that he's not going to wake up. I think that's the mindset that at least Kendall has. Yeah, and I think Shiv to an extent. That he's never going to wake up. Yeah, I think it's all in the back of their minds. Some of them yeah. just refuse. To I, Roman to just refuses, refuses to. Yeah. So when he gets CEO, he wanted that to begin with. Yep. And uh, even though all of them wanted CEO, like all of them did, um, I think that Kendall definitely uh, did a great job here because now he gets exactly what he wants. He could keep his brother in check and do it pretty much figure out how to keep him on a short leash mm-hmm. in that position. And now he's in control. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, that is uh, how he gets Roman on his side here, and um, you know, Shiv kind of doesn't have a choice anymore at this point. They they tell her that's the decision they're going to go with, and she <coughs> is kind of out of options at that point. Yeah, like, this is pretty that, much now it. that they're united. Even though Connor still kind of stays on Shiv's side. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention Connor. He tries yeah. to swoop in late. Yeah, he kind of floats himself. <laughs> As oh, you know, oh, he didn't do that um, for no reason, though. Was So Connor has a young girlfriend named Willow. Willa. Willa. Yeah, Willa. And uh, she's about 10 years younger than me, uh, yeah. so she's very, know, very young. We don't know much about her yet in this episode. We'll learn some more as we go on. As we go on, um, but, but other, but other than that she's really young. that she's young, and the family kind of looks at her like, ugh. Yeah, because she's, she's so gross. young and stuff. She's about 20 to 30 years younger than Connor. Like, Ken, like I think Kendall says, uh, Connor, why don't you go help Willow with her homework? Right, like right. It's really yeah. cringy and bad. Anytime they walk into a room as a family, Willow's sitting there. Kendall's like, oh, Willow, can you just please give us a minute? Yeah, just, give us a second, please. Just leave. Um, I think, was she in the room when he, uh, when he tried to make a push, or was they alone? No, she wasn't there for that. She wasn't there for that? No. Yeah. I don't know if he felt emboldened that she was... In the area or something, maybe. maybe felt like because it did come out of nowhere. But also, he maybe he also sensed that like these guys are just fighting amongst themselves. Like maybe I can just kind of be the one to take control. Yeah, kind of be the one to be the voice of reason. Yeah. Uh, I don't want to say I'd make a better CEO. Okay, that's unsaid. He goes then then don't say it. He goes, <laughs> no, I said it's unsaid. Yeah. He unsaid. goes, but you said it, so then it's not unsaid. So he 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 throws his hat into the ring. It gets thrown right back at him. You know, but he did try. I give him credit. Yeah, for trying. I don't even think he was. It was like a serious. Like I want to take us now. I think he was just kind of maybe floating the idea out there. Yeah. Just so it's now it's out there. We maybe forgot to. Comes back and we about we it. forgot to mention that uh, Tom Wamsgams. Oh, what a great name. What a funny name. Who the hell made that name up? I want to shake that Gams, person's hand. Right, Wamsgams. He has a moment with Marcy. Yeah. Where they're over the body of Logan. Yeah. They're in the hospital and room. Marcy says something that I think. Um, it's a bit of a foreshadow of her past a little bit when she says, I like hospitals because they're safe. Yeah. Oh, they yeah. feel safe. Yeah. And um, he, Tom was like, I wanted to ask Logan a question, you know, for his blessing to, mm-hmm. to marry. A, a proposal, if you a will. A proposal, if you will, to marry Shiv, he, he reveals. Yeah. And also says that, uh, do you think that um, 
he wakes up that he would appreciate it if I kind of like asked for permission over the body. Yeah. Or if he wakes up, maybe someone could tell him I asked him, uh, you know, while he was incapacitated. Very, very cringy, very creepy. But then you that's how we find out that Dom is interested in asking Shiv for yeah. marriage. Yeah. And he does. He gets down on one knee in the middle of a hospital yeah. hallway, asks for marriage. Horrible timing. She freaks out, and she basically says no because it's, like, not the right time. Yeah. But, but she then says like that, that she just yeah. asked me later at a better time, and, and the I'll answer will yes. be yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So now we, we have a wedding to look forward to. I did want to shout out, though, I think what we talked about before the show, is Tom and, and Marsha in that scene uh, holding coffee cups. Yeah. Uh, Told they, me about this. This is an internet kind of thing where people follow it. A lot of times on TV, like, actors will be holding coffee cups, and it just it's very obvious that there's nothing in the cup. They're just very willy-nilly with it. Full cup of coffee, they're just, like, flinging it all over the place. Nothing's yeah. happening. In this scene, they're doing a great job. Looks like the coffee cups are full. Real coffee. Really Probably real hot coffee. Giving, giving the attention the coffee cup deserves. Love it. Love that. Yeah. Great job, guys. So now, um, where are we now? So we, we hit pretty, I think we pretty much hit everybody. We hit a lot. Yeah, we hit a lot. Um, so to, so now, um, what should we do? Kendall's got CEO. Yeah. So, yeah, they tell, Roman the, they tell the board, this is the decision we're going to go. Kendall CEO, Roman COO. Yep. And they're like, okay, great. Let's we're gonna have to what's wrong with this. Everyone's congratulating Kendall. Kendall's kind of getting his way. And Jerry decides, Kendall, we gotta talk. We gotta talk for a second on the roof. They go on the roof, one on one. Congratulations, Kendall. Uh, there's a debt problem. Small, small debt problem. Small debt problem. He goes, All right, how much? And whatever. It's three billion dollars in debt. That's billion with a B. Big money. Now I asked you before we started the show. The fact that Frank's wanted out, Frank wanted out. Jerry didn't want the head of the company, even though she said, uh, "I kind of don't want the position that makes your head explode." Yeah, you, why I don't want the job that makes your brain explode? So she says no. Was it because of this three billion dollars in debt? I uh, I think one hundred percent yes. This is pretty crazy. Yeah. So now he says he could deal with it. It's no problem at all. I mean, it's probably gonna be a problem. But now this is really great. But what because, else can you say? Because yeah, it's true. So right at the end of the show, we see that Logan. Wakes up. Wakes up. Eyes open. So there's a great open. little montage of the doctor tells everyone he's stable now. You know, everyone, this is a good time for you guys to go try to get some sleep. So the yeah. great little montage of every character kind of going their separate way, Doing sleeping, their thing, falling yeah. asleep somewhere. And at the end of everyone sleeping, we go back to Logan who wakes up. Now this is going, so this is what makes the show so good, in my opinion. I mean, Kendall now knows probably one of the biggest secrets of the company, which is the $3 billion in debt. Yeah. Now there's also a, a, a clock they're up against because uh, Jerry reveals that if the Waco um, oh, stock yeah. goes beneath 130 yeah. of a price, they, they could come it. and try to reclaim the debt yeah. because the debt was tied into the value of the, of the stock. Yeah, so now so, there's some stakes. So now there's some stakes. There's a clock they're pretty much against. This guy wakes up. I mean, it's literally you could see the wheel starting to turn. And it's going to oh, get yeah. good. Yeah. I think maybe Logan's wheels were turning while he was in a coma. I don't uh, think yeah. his wheels ever stopped. I know, right? And now, Woo! it's time for the fuck off counter of the week. Ugh. Fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> All right. So, a recurring theme. Yeah. On secession. Absolutely. Fuck off is basically the Roy family motto or crest, if you will. They say fuck off so much, so often, yeah. that we had to start a counter. Yeah. We now, counter. last week, there were four fuck offs. Last week, well, yeah, there were like three and a half last week in episode one. We'll round up. Four fuck offs. Okay, so we'll give it four. So, but this now this week. Episode, we have four new fuck offs. And Rob has them all documented. All right, we got four fuck offs. First one belongs to Shivroy. Yes, that's right. Uh, Kendall tries to kind of take charge of the hospital, uh, be the big top dog, and Shiv tells him to fuck off. Fuck off. Uh, we've got Kendall dropping a fuck off to our friend Tom Wozgans, uh, who kind of nominates himself to take a bigger role in the company. So Kendall tells him to fuck off. Fuck off. <laughs> Roman, uh, when explaining to Greg about the family uh, sweater he wants brought to the hospital, uh, tries to explain himself and then just, you know what, Greg, just, just fuck off. Just fuck off, Greg, fuck off. Okay. And then Kendall drops the final fuck off of the episode to Jerry on the roof when he's told about the three billion dollar debt. Doesn't say it to Jerry. It's more like a fuck off. Kind of like a fuck off. Fuck off. 
So four fuck-offs Four fuck-offs. Count them, baby. Four. Go ahead. What were you saying? Uh, so for the season, just kind of keeping. A I like this though that you that uh, you. Kendall now three fuck offs through the first two episodes by wow. far more than anyone else. Everyone else has just got one. Logan's so got one. Shiv's got, got one. one. Greg has one, kind of. Yeah. Roman has two. Uh, and Shiv has one. So okay. Kendall in the lead. Three fuck offs. And now we're gonna do our un- segment after segment. That's what yeah, we're doing here, right? It up. So for this one, um, we're going to try to discuss who won yeah. the episode. Yeah. So last week we you said Logan, but yeah. then it kind of became like actually maybe Greg, maybe maybe Greg. Greg yeah. won. So who do you think uh, this week won the episode? This is a tough one because uh, some people get some good things that happen to them and immediately uh, kind of falls flat in their face afterwards. So yeah. it's it's hard to really pick a winner. I mean, maybe Kendall because he did get the job title of CEO even though it came with a three billion dollar debt that he now has to deal with yeah that's true uh Roman possibly because he's officially COO yes um I would think those two are the the top choices I'm gonna say Kendall for me is the winner of the episode but uh, he also has a lot of shitty things that happen to him you know I'm thinking about it and uh I think you're absolutely correct I mean, he does have a lot of shit happening to him right now but if you just look at the grand scheme of it, well, actually, maybe maybe it is strictly Roman. I think who's the winner because yeah. he got exactly what he wanted without having to have the signed papers. That's true. Because, like we had said before, obviously everything is with a motive in this show. He wanted those papers to get signed because you had said this. So when his dad woke up, he could be like, "Look what I did! I got what you wanted while you were." Yeah. Right? Hey, Dad. Here you go, yeah. Daddy. This is for you, Pop-Pop. But <coughs> now he didn't have to do that, and he gets COO. So I think, actually... Yeah, I could see that. I could go with Roman. Though I'm not 100% against Kendall. I mean, he obviously is head of the firm. Yeah, but he gets a lot of shit. But there is a lot but of shit. But that shit would have been there if he got tapped it's, anyway. It's it's a comp- it's uh, encapsulated pretty good in the scene with his ex-wife, where she's just laughing at, at... Not laughing at him, but laughing at the fact that yeah. his family is just so... She goes, Your he goes, family it's is one so day fucked. where his father takes back the job from him. Now he's in the hospital. His siblings will not back him. His whole family is just saying, basically, fuck off. Fuck Kendall. off. Yeah, fuck off. And it's just like, your family sucks. And then not only that, he hugs his ex-wife and gets a boner. Yeah, well, it's the adrenaline. Okay? No, I mean, it's, it's just, just the body. His, just his body. But that's got to be a little awkward, right? Oh, yeah. So the winner, I think, unanimously here yeah. is Roman. Roman Roy. Roman Roy Romulus. has won. hereby concur that Roman is the winner. Or maybe Greg. Greg again? I feel like I can always say Greg, but yeah. let's give it to Roman this week. You know, let's see if Greg might win later episodes because maybe his little scheme pays off. Who knows? Yeah. We'll have to see. He did choose a side. Yeah. And we'll see where it goes from here. So now, you know, obviously we've seen the show before. No spoilers and stuff like that. But if you're a first-time watcher and you see Logan open his eyes like, Wow, mm. this is good. I mean, you had to figure it was going to happen because yeah. whenever I hate like when you see like a trailer of a show or like how things go on, except for, um, did you watch The Outsider? Yes. I didn't think Jason Bateman was going to die. No. Okay. So a uh, spoiler there. We could spoil other shows. Whoops. We could spoil other shows on our show. Yeah. Like I didn't think that was going to happen. Yeah, but it did. It did. Yeah. You know, wild. I thought he was going to be on that show throughout. He wasn't. But now Logan opens his eyes. Logan's back. And he's back. That's going to change a lot of things. back, baby. It is going to change a lot of things. A lot to look forward to for the next episode. Do you want to quickly... Go ahead, yeah. Go ahead, yeah. yeah. Any of your favorite lines or quotes from the episode? Anything stick out to you? Uh, Yeah, actually. uh, um, Whatchamacallit. My favorite line of the show is when Connor says... (laughs) The first of all, the cryogenics thing is hilarious. Oh, my God. Because has anyone talked to Dad about uh, cryogenics? Has mm-hmm. he talked to any of you about cryogenics? Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be the only billionaires. Or we'll okay. be walking around in cryogenics. Me and Dad have talked about cryogenics, okay? And Kendall, Kendall says, no, okay? no, you talk to you Dad. Talk to Dad about 
about cra- uh, tragedy. I'm going to tell you something uh, Dad never told you, okay? But I'm going to tell you right now, okay? You're an idiot. <laughs> and he goes, sticks and stones, Ken. Sticks and stones. <laughs> One of my favorite lines <coughs> was when Connor said that um, after declaring himself a UN white helmet, there yeah. he doesn't get involved. Oh, yeah. And now he's trying to throw his hat in the ring. They're like, what about involved. the white helmet? And he goes, sometimes you got to jump over the to the front lines and kill somebody. <laughs> like, very, very intense. And I loved, um, yeah, the, the uh, what do you call it, hostages at the Honolulu airport yeah. really stuck out to me because that yeah. was pretty funny. Yeah. Kendall was just killing it with, yeah. uh, with his one-liners. Absolutely. He goes, oh, we could just return to, we could get you guys some morphine. So you can return to your little sleep where the company is run by fucking unicorns. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty great. How about you? What do you? Uh... Um, I really like the the insult uh, Roman threw at Kendall, uh, where he's like, he's Kendall, he's telling Kendall, "Listen, Dad fired you, basically, okay?" <laughs> and uh, basically, he's like, you know, Dad would have been better off, you know, if Mom gave birth to a, a can opener because then at least you'd be useful. You'd be useful, yeah. yeah. So Very brutal. That was pretty rough. And then, of course, there's just some Greg. Gems as always. Greg, Greg is um, really the best. I, I mentioned before the when he got the line about getting mugged by Shiv, but then he also has when he's kind of dawdling around the apartment, he hits some some bell that's on the side of a table, and the the housekeeper comes in the room and he looks at her and he goes, uh, "I'm I'm sorry if my my bell summoned you." <laughs> <laughs> he's too good. Shiv's got a good one too about. Uh, when Tom proposes to her and he, she's telling him this isn't the right time. Like this proposing doesn't make up for the fact that all this is going on. Okay. They don't balance each other out. I'm not going to give you a blow job when your dog dies. <laughs> I just wanted to shout that out. I think, and I mean, there's, I mean, Dickless Dickleby is a great Dickless Dickleby is a really good line. You know, the fact that like oh, God, this show is there's not a, a comedy, but there's so much to laugh at. Yeah, there's definitely comedy in with in, the things that they yeah, say. It's it's wonderful. What does he say? What does he say with um? The cor- oh man, when um, Kendall said that the the line, and then like, oh, I'm you're pretty. I'm pretty sure you say that when you come. <laughs> oh yeah, control the narrative. Control the narrative. Control the control, na- control, oh, control the narrative. <laughs> so wonderful, bad. Wonderful, wonderful stuff. Such a great show. So much scheming. Yeah, did and you, so much. Look did you do any broaching, Dom? Do any broaching? Uh, don't pin the brooch on me. Don't pin the broach on me. Love this show. Thank you all so much for listening. Rob, anything you want to say? I just want everybody to uh, go out there today, enjoy some funky chowder, okay, and uh, keep watching Succession listening to the podcast. Also, uh, let's see how we do at the Emmys. Yeah, good luck to Succession tomorrow night. We'll uh, we'll touch back uh, next week. week. We'll let you know next week how it went. Thank you all listening uh, for for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, Get out there and watch some Succession. It's really a great show. Love it. Love it. Take care, everybody. We're going to catch you next week.